Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. Every second week, we invite the Executive Mayor for Nelson Mandela Bay in the studio to address your questions. These are not our questions. These are questions that we've asked you to submit through, uh, whether you've had service-related issues, uh, whether you've been without power, which we'll get to in just a bit. So, Ritif Ordendahl, Executive Mayor for NMB, joins us in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, team. It's wonderful being back with you, and good morning, um, Algoa FM listeners. Um, what a beautiful Wednesday morning. So positive. Jeez. Like Thank it. you, love it. No, like Good morning, it. guys. Sorry, I just got back. So, oh, so Charles Charlton was out um, in his yeah. Ferrari, yeah. Mr. Mayor. He was doing the traffic yeah. report from. Yes, absolutely. I, I heard so, and I'm going to ask him for a small loan a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> he may need to ask you to help out um, to fix his Ferrari after driving yeah. over potholes. You must remember, I'm one of the poor uh, politicians. Yeah. I'm not the ones that takes the brown envelope. Hey! Oh, yo, yo, yo. That's a dick. All right, we, we've got uh, questions which we'll get to shortly. However, we need to address the issue, uh, which seems to be ongoing, and that is large parts of an area without electricity during the course of this weekend as a result of suspected sabotage. We're talking about the Kwanabushle area. What, what, what happened there? So we've had a lot of instances of um, electricity outages over the bay in the last week. but uh, And that was exacerbated by um, the heavy rainfall that we had the previous weekend. But the worst was Kwanabushle, mm. um, where seven wards were left without electricity because a 66 kV line has uh, been cut. Now, that line doesn't get load shedded. It's the line that feeds the uh, substation. Um, and that's why we suspected that the highly um, technical equipment necessary to cut that line uh, would intimate that it, it was potential sabotage. It has left um, seven wards without electricity for an extended period of time. That um, line was repaired eventually on Monday evening. However, yesterday we discovered that um, uh, Whilst that line was off, another section, small portion um, of the 22 kV line was cut, uh, which means that although supply was restored to the majority of Kwanabushle, that there is still uh, portions of uh, two and a half wards in, in Kwanu that's out. I'm going there after um, this interview to go and oversee the work uh, myself together with the MMC um, for Electricity and Energy, Lance Grootboom, that has actually, actually been a amazing at trying to manage this crisis. But, um, you know, I've put out the 20,000 rand reward because uh, this can't continue. We have seen that um, we have got organized um, crime syndicates working in the city, targeting um, our infrastructure. But in this instance, it would have been somebody that's got the qualifications. Mm. In actual fact, if that person is not already, already in the employ of the municipality, we should be employing him or her. Because they're good at their job. Very, very good. So, um, you know, those poor residents in Kwanabushle have lost hundreds of thousands of rands, if not millions of rands, because their perishables in their fridges went off. There's no, no way for us to reimburse them. What, what what would the reasoning be, though? Like, what would the reason be for someone to want to do that and inconvenience communities at large like this? Well, I think there could be all sorts of reasons. Um, political agendas, you know, there were some issues within the department that we are dealing with at the moment. Um, the reality is that 
I made it very clear that we have to investigate each and every instance of vandalism um, because we will have a collapsing state over the next couple of years if we do not arrest these uh, uh, criminals and uh, and ensure that these criminal networks are are um, infiltrated and um, and uh, captured. All right. Um, I hope you find them. I really do. So the, the mayor is offering a 20,000 rand reward if you have any information regarding... Um, and, and you say it's there's a big difference between vandalism and, and sabotage. sabotage. Yes, absolutely. You're suspecting sabotage in this case. Because it is so highly technical and because such a small s- a section of the line has actually been stolen. Mm. If it was, if, mm. if it was um, vandalism, a larger section would have been stolen because then they could have go, gone and stolen it. But 20,000 rand is not... Uh, uh, sell the cable. Uh, 20,000 rand is not a lot of money, but obviously I'm not the kind of Mr. Moneybags that uh, Charlie is. Listen, <laughs> 20,000 rands is a lot of money to me. Lee and I, Lee and I, we're going to put our detective hats on after the show. We're going to go find that person for 20,000 rand. Um, question here from Hillary uh, has given us a reference number. We did ask for this. Um, sewage overflow from last weekend. Uh, follow up with, uh, as they say, it's been escalated, but nothing to date. Also refer to counselor. Reference number 1626840. It's a long reference number water leak no action no date but both times uh, we had to pay plumbers a call out fee um, both on municipal issues please can you assist thank you for helping us out with our I- uh, issue in Richmond Hill uh, a few weeks back and that's from Hillary thank you very much um, Hillary and um, I personally got um, this complaint yesterday and uh, I made a call or two and it just so happened happened that um, they've already attended to both the, the sewer blockage uh, as well as the water leak. Now, I want to uh, apologize because, you know, we don't want mu- uh, our residents to spend a cent on any municipal-related activities. Yeah, from time to time, we're going to ask you to sweep in front of your house and in front of your business, perhaps, to augment our cleansing services. But it's totally unacceptable to, to pay plumbers to attend to these type of um, issues. So I know that it's fixed. Uh, my office spoke to Hillary personally, and uh, I just want to uh, apologize to, to Hillary. Um, we are working towards a 48-hour turnaround time on uh, water leaks. Um, on water bursts, we, we're actually working uh, our way to, uh, towards a uh, three to four-hour uh, turnaround time, depending on the size of um, uh, the pipe. Uh, and, um, and, you know, that's where we want to be because we had some inflow into our dams. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm quite comfortable to say that Nelson Mandela Bay um, is not going to reach day zero if we conserve our precious mm. water resources. Yeah. We're not out of the woods yet. Mm. We got a small reprieve, but we have to manage our resources uh, um, very well. So your two-minute shower song <laughs> is still very appropriate. <laughs> I see what you did there, Richie, if I'm seeing this. Uh, all right, yeah, we do understand. We're still in a crisis with um, uh, our, our water levels in the city, so we, we need to manage that. Um, we do have another question. It's pretty long. So Jacqueline says they reported a faulty streetlight um, last two years ago. Um, and then they were given a reference number. She says the light's on during the day, but it's off at night. And they have a guest house, so it leaves guests, you know, checking in or coming back after supper. And this is all done in the dark. They followed up repeatedly. Um, they did ask their counselor, you know, um, to send emails. They've sent to his office. But, yeah, no no assistance as yet. 
Um, they did that last on the 1st of August, and they were told that it had been escalated. Anyway, I mean, they've gone through all the channels. They've reported via the app. They did that in October. They got a call to say it would be escalated again, and they've got various uh, reference numbers. She mentions a couple of people that they spoke to, and she says they now don't know what else to do. They've even tried last year in November to get it on the mayor's minutes, and now it's come up again. Extremely frustrating. Two years of no help. Okay, so um, now it's going to seem that uh, I was furnished all of these uh, complaints and that I um, take uh, took some action to fix all of them. But it just so happens that with this specific uh, complaint, uh, there was a, a team fixing uh, lights in Summerstrand um, yesterday. We've got uh, four teams out um, in across the bay in, in different communities um, every day. And uh, we spoke to the supervisor and the supervisor went to the um, guest house and actually went to go and uh, remove uh, or replace the actual um, street um, light head. So um, it should be fixed now. Now, I don't want each and everyone to contact me with their individual <laughs> street light <laughs> queries. Not that it's not important, but, you know, we can't send a team from pillar to post. Yeah. Um, we've got a plan. There is a bit of a backlog with, with street light repairs. And um, that's mainly because um, we've been spending so much time and effort trying to fix all the areas where we have had uh, cable theft. And um, and we've now reached a point where we said that we have to maybe just uh, um, uh, focus on on all our suburban areas, also focus on um, uh, northern areas, focus on um, Karikab, and also make sure that all high-mass lights within township areas are also fixed. Uh, and to try and spend a little less time on fixing and money on, on cable um, stolen cables and this is why it's now becoming so important that our communities becomes our eyes and ears Mm. Um, ladies and gentlemen we have to prevent um, the scourge of of cable theft and vandalism in our city it will bring the city to its knees it's not unique to Nelson Mandela Bay it is like this in every other uh, metropolitan municipality as well uh, if not worse but We cannot protect each and every piece of public infrastructure. It is impossible. And uh, and we can't keep fixing each and every piece of infrastructure that's stolen or broken down. So you are going to have to be our eyes and ears and work together with us. And obviously, if you see something suspicious, phone SAPS immediately or phone the municipality on 0800 20 50. 50. Mr. Mayor, just a very quick one, just a, an answer based on the question I'm about to ask. It's a personal one and perhaps uh, something that a lot of other residents might be experiencing as well. If you report a water leak on your own personal property, the plumbers come out, they open up and they check for it and then they leave again. Is it Whose responsibility is, is it to, to close that hole in the brick paving again? Uh, there's a reason why I asked. Uh, the plumber told me that's for my account and I had to close it up. I did do that. It's all fixed. But what is the bylaw? Is there a bylaw in place? For a refund, he wants more money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it myself, so it was no cost involved. Okay, so, yeah, so yeah. I think that, uh, first of all, it needs to, to start where uh, um, you need to assess where the water leak was. First yeah. of all, if it was on your side of the water meter, mm. then it's your responsibility, of course. If it was outside of the water meter, for example, on your driveway, mm. um, then the municipality can come and, um, and assist by reinstating.
reinstating it. Um, unfortunately, it's not. It's very often not the same team reinstating. And I know that everybody goes, "Oh my word! How can you be? Um, uh, how can it be that much red tape?" But there are different teams attending to different yeah. uh, uh, issues, and uh, and they're re- relatively good at reinstating. Mm. Um, so uh, the municipality should have helped you if it was on on our side, yeah. on the verge and. Um, Mm. And uh, not inside I the gotcha. property. But thank you very much yeah. for assisting us. <laughs> <laughs> Doing your little bit. Yes, Maybe he could also be employed. Civic minded Charlie. <laughs> Doing his little yeah, bit. We we're, we're going out. Lee and I are going out after the show to get that twenty thousand k. Yeah. Charlie's uh, available to Charlie fix your paving. Charlie can join the plumbing the plumbing department <laughs> for the municipality. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to leave it there. We've run out of time. I'm not sure. We, we haven't had the time to get into the question around what is happening with the council meeting on Friday. We're not sure if we're going to see you again, if you will be the, the mayor in that seat the next time we, we ask questions. <laughs> okay, 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 I know, I know. Mr. Mayor. Sorry. Where do you want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. there is a motion of no confidence against your administration, yes. and that is going ahead on Friday. When all I want to say is that we have got an absolutely amazing city. And it's not about who is mayor in this city. It is whether we can work together to um, get the city working again. So, um, yes, I'm going to uh, put up one hell of a fight Mm. to make sure that um, our government remains in place. But at the end of the day, whatever happens, remember, we're stronger together. We've got an amazing uh, city that we all have to work together to fix. Thank you for joining us this morning. I'm feeling sad. You want a tissue? <laughs> Again, tissue for my issue. <laughs> Thank you, Executive Mayor Ruti Fondal, for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.